the truth is inside of us and it's wonderful when we have the courage to tell it. What if I were very, very sad and all I did was smile? I wonder after a while what might become of my sadness. What if I were very, very angry and all I did was sit? and never think about it, what might become of my anger? Where would they go and what would they do if I couldn't let them out? Maybe I'd fall, maybe get sick or doubt. But what if I could know the truth and say just how I feel? I think I'd learn a lot that's real about freedom. I'm learning to sing a sad song when I'm sad. I'm learning to say I'm angry when I'm very mad. I'm learning to shout, I'm getting it out, I'm happy. Learning exactly how I feel inside of me. I'm learning to know the truth. I'm learning to tell the truth. Discovering truth will make me free. Are you discovering the truth about you? Well, I'm still discovering the truth about me. That's what we do as we keep on growing in life. Happy New Year, everyone, from me, Mr. Rogers, my dog, Barry, my cat, Jax. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today after my much-needed break from the podcast. I had a busy couple of weeks. It was the holidays here in the United States, and I moved my acupuncture practice Um, And so that's pretty exciting, actually. I moved in with a dear friend of mine who is a spiritual intuitive. She does Reiki healing. Um, She's she's just an amazing human being. And uh, so we're already kind of starting to collaborate. She's um, wanting to bring the mind-body message into her work. And I hope to bring the spiritual element into my work as as I go along here. I think that's a an important piece of our healing, um, and I'll get more into that in future episodes. But just a couple of pieces of housekeeping before we get into the show today. I just want to remind you all to do me a solid and go on iTunes and click on a star rating whatever star rating you like, whatever star rating feels truthful for you. And then write me a little note, write me a little hello. I would so much love to hear from you. And uh, if you don't have iTunes, don't feel guilty. Stop feeling guilty about that. It's okay. I know it's difficult. I forgive you. I love you. And um, and then I also want to make a plea, like a, an, a real, real honest plea for anyone listening, 
no matter where you are on your journey, if you have a story to share, I would love to have you share it on the air with me. And I think a lot of you are under the assumption that you need to be 100% perfect in order to be on the show, and that is false. So if you're halfway through your journey or frustrated on your journey or wherever you might land on your journey, I invite you to transform out loud on the podcast. I, um, I'm, I really love the interviews with just everyday people um, the most. And so if you're willing to come and just just share with me, um, please reach out. Hit up uh, mindbodymasterypodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also hit up mindbodymasters at gmail.com, or you can find me in the uh, Facebook group, uh, Mind Body Masters, and you can reach me in there. Um, I can always change your name, so we don't have to let anybody know who you are if you're not willing to share your truth attached to your name. That's okay. Um, and so, yeah, so be willing to transform out loud with me. That's my plea to you in 2019. Um, when I first started the podcast, I um, I reached out to people who were who sounded like they they understood, you know, and I didn't know whether or not my people that I had on the show were healed yet. And a lot of the time they weren't. And so, um, but I think now that I look back um, and I, and I've kept up with their stories since then, I think a lot of them are now. So, so see it as a, um, an opportunity to um, speak your truth and discover your truth um, and share what you've learned. I think we, we heal when we share our journey with others. And so, so yeah, come heal with me. And, um, so yeah, so that's what today's episode is all about. It's all about discovering our truth. So I'll just get right into it. I think Nicole Sack's book title the meaning of truth is probably the most appropriately titled book in the TMS field. And that's because when it all boils down to it, hiding our truth is what sets off the alarms in our body. So when I'm experiencing pain or symptoms or anxiety, to me, what's happening is this. My benevolent body barometer is letting me know that somewhere in my life right now, I am living out of integrity with who I am or what my actual truth is. When I hurt, it means that I'm out of sync with my true self. And so to me, it means that I am just swimming in a state of inauthenticity with who I know myself to be. What it signals to me is also something, maybe something that I'm currently thinking or believing or how I am being in the world is out of alignment with my truth and what my true self-expression is. So then the antidote to that is to begin to look and learn what the heck our truth even is. And 
in order to do that, we have to begin to live in integrity with who we really are. So what does that even mean to live in integrity with ourselves? Before I dive into that, I just want to talk about the word itself. And the definition of integrity is the quality of being honest. But it also means the state of being whole and undivided. So then integrate means to bring together or a bringing together. So from my perspective, part of the whole healing process itself comes through reconciling the inner you with the outer you that you show to the world. And the tricky part of this is most of us, I think, are completely blocked off from our true inner self. And at the same time, people around us rarely share their truth either. We've all been socialized to put on our masks or our personas. And we wear them throughout the day, day after day. And sooner or later, we forget that this way that we are being in the world is a mask. We forget that we're pretending. And we start to avoid the pain of being seen by holding up these masks for fear of judgment, fear of ridicule, neglect, or abandonment. We wear the goodest mask so that we kind of hope to be guaranteed love. We wear the mask of strength so that we're not vulnerable to abuse. We wear the mask of perfectionism so that we may feel worthy in the world. And we wear the mask of confidence sometimes so that we don't feel vulnerable or weak or less than. And what we're doing when we are putting on these masks is we're avoiding the pain of the feelings and experiences that the masks are holding under. And so it's no wonder our brain feels threatened and offers up some physical pain signals as protection from the threat of being unmasked. So who are we really underneath our masks? If you ask me, the real you is love. The real you trusts. The real you feels safe and knows that life happens for you, not against you. The real you is aware of its infinite nature. And the real you knows that just because you feel crappy or angry or sad, that that doesn't define you. The real you knows that all that we feel and all that we experience is just energy and it's all in perfect order. So when I was in my most intense pain a couple years ago, I was really into meditation and spirituality at that time. And I was in this space where I was 
absolutely terrified of thinking negative thoughts or, or being angry or being anxious. I thought I had to be positive all the time and that if I found myself in a state of negativity, that it meant I was failing spiritually. It meant that I wasn't holding my vibration high enough and that I had fallen out of grace with God and the cosmos and life itself. And so at that time, life was throwing me all these curveballs. And, and what that looked like in my world was just really strained family relationships, strained friend relationships, and all kinds of unpredictability and fear. And the spiritual perfectionist in me saw the situation and on the inside, I didn't know it, but I was full of constant fear and anger and anxiety. But through my mask that I was holding up that I didn't even know I was wearing, I would go on and on about how understanding I was of the situation. I would talk about how I knew that the person or people acting out in a negative manner towards me were just hurting deep down and that their actions weren't personal. And little did I know I was completely out of integrity with my truth at that time. And my benevolent body let me know. So when I uncovered my inner truth, thanks to Dr. Sarno, and I became brutally honest about how I really felt, I eventually found that it even shifted my relationships. And they ended up being different than before, but healthier, for sure. And so where in your life might you be hiding your truth from yourself right now? What relationships might you have where you actively hide your truth? Where in your life do you keep your heart hidden for fear of ridicule or judgment or conflict or even pity? What masks do you wear throughout your day to keep up with the persona that you've built up around you? I had a few of my beloved patients over the past few weeks share with me that they don't talk about anything about their TMS journey with their loved ones. They say that they don't want to worry them. They say they don't want to bother with explaining TMS and they don't want to appear vulnerable. They don't want sympathy or pity. And if that sounds familiar to you, I, I just wonder if this level of hiding this level of wanting to appear strong and capable and dare I say perfect, how, how might that be harming you on your journey or at least extending your, your healing time? And so I encourage you to ask a curious question to yourself. How can you begin to integrate the inner you with the you that you display out in the world. And isn't it exhausting to wear these masks? The masks of I'm okay, or there's nothing wrong with me, or I think I have it all figured out. 
can't we just be honest and admit to ourselves and the world around us that we'd like to fall apart now? Permission to fall apart, please. Can you see how holding it all together is actually an illusion and it only creates more inner tension? And it's not our fault. We are coming out of this era of of really heavy masks, this stiff upper lip era, this big girls don't cry era, this boys don't have any emotions period era, and the era where we don't share our struggles with others because we want to appear like we have our stuff together. But what if we decided to be vulnerable instead? What if our willingness to show our true self to the world and to our loved ones, or even just to ourselves, is the remedy that heals us? And I'll say it over and over again, I believe that we heal when we share our vulnerability with others. I believe that we transform the energy of our experience when we decide to, to open our hearts in front of another human being. And that doesn't mean we have to be all woe is me when we share our truth. And if you're in pain and you haven't been talking about it because you don't want to A, attract more attention to it, or B, appear like you're weak or you're not getting it, or you don't want to show that you're still struggling, what if you shared your true heart with the people that you've been hiding from and said something like, yes, this is happening. And I'll admit this totally freaking sucks right now. And I'm tired and I'm frustrated, but, and then you can fill in the blank and say something like, but I know that I'm on my way. I know that I found the truth and I can already feel that I am getting better and better and better. And I'm not sharing this with you because I need any advice or fixing or sympathy. I'm just happy to share it with you. Thank you for letting me talk. And it's this sharing with the caveat of, I don't need you to fix me. But just can we, can I tell you about what's been going on for me? Can you feel the relief in that? And if you don't have a friend or a family member to share your truth with, that's where the expressive writing comes in really handy. Write a letter to a loved one that isn't here anymore or someone who might not be in your life anymore and just start dishing about everything you're going through with 100% honesty. And then maybe at the end, just share the wisdom that you've already gained from it because I know that even if you're in pain, you have gained immense amounts of wisdom from learning this material, this mind-body message. So what are some characteristics of our true selves? If you've been hiding from your true self for long enough, I just want to let you know that there are some universal qualities to the true self, I think. And So we can catch a glimpse of these characteristics if we watch children. Babies especially have not yet forgotten who they truly are. And they have yet to be molded and programmed into um, their parents or their society or, you know, the people in their environment. And 
so I think a couple of characteristics are spontaneity. Babies are able to express themselves spontaneously without even thinking about it. They scream when they're hungry. They cry when they're wet. They laugh hysterically at Uncle Joe when he hides behind his hands. And they're able to spontaneously emote and express all of these emotions that come up for them when they come up. And the reason that babies can do this is because most babies are in an environment where they feel safe and cherished and free from distress. And so they're able to do that. And, but when we get older, beyond childhood, it, we get kind of scared out of spontaneity because at some point we've been spontaneous and our parents said, we don't do that. Or we were in the school system and we weren't allowed to spontaneously hop up on the desk and dance. And this slowly but surely takes our true selves down further and puts more masks on us. And so this happens very, very early. And so it could be that choosing to do more spontaneous things in your life right now could nourish your true self-expression. So what can you do today that is totally spontaneous and out of your comfort zone. And if that means just emoting or crying out loud in front of your kids or doing something that is that rips off your mask, consider it. Creativity is another aspect of our truest self. And I can already hear some of you bulking and saying, well, I'm not creative. I don't have any creative outlets. I'm, I'm not artistic. I'm not, I don't play an instrument, blah, 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 blah. But we are all human and we are natural creators. We create the flavor of our experiences with our thoughts and beliefs. We create babies. We create drama. We create made up stories in our head that lead to chronic pain. We create recipes and stories and we create social media posts and we literally can't go through a day without creating something. So when we feel like we're not creative or when we feel like we're lacking in creative outlets, we can pretty well know that we are hiding from our true self. And a lot of times creativity is inspired by pain. The blues soul food. Creativity is born of struggle. And when we feel stifled creatively, it means that we have been wearing our masks or hiding our truths for so long that we don't even know how creative we truly are or where our creativity might lie. And through creativity, we can develop skills, which we often don't fully understand. And we can learn deeper and deeper truths about ourselves by being willing to create something out of nothing or something out of pain. And so if you're not currently doing anything creative and, and you're still hurting, I encourage you to find your art. And if that means expressively dancing to a fish song in your living room or that's what I would do, or um, 
you know, just coloring in a coloring book. Try to just be in the moment with a creative friend, a creative outlet. And then love, in my opinion, is the, the most true version of us as human beings and is the greatest expression of our truest self. We all love love. We crave love. Babies are pure love. And I think that we all love babies and puppies so much because they remind us of this fact. We can feel their true nature and we love being reminded of that. Loving connections with others convey the ultimate expression of the authentic self. Love helps us be vulnerable with one another. Love opens our hearts and we are willing to share our truths with each other when we feel loved. And so when we decide to hide, what we are forgetting is the love that is already inherent within us. And that love feels safe sharing what it knows to be true in each and every moment. So what is your truth? Where in your life might you be hiding from your truth? Or where might you be hiding your truth from the world? And how can you begin to come in, into integrity with yourself and start to take off the masks that you might not have even known you were wearing? And I encourage you to be willing to share your truth, whether it's just to yourself or to your partner or to your neighbor or to someone you've been afraid to share with or on this podcast. There is such a healing power in being willing to be vulnerable and being willing to be seen. And so with all of that, I send you my love and I'll see you next week.